a place to navigate cultural and spiritual topics prevalent in the world today, yet unique to the Buckeye student. This is Campus Conversations. Thanks for listening to Campus Conversations. I'm your host, Dylan Wright. You may be thinking the obvious topic of conversation would be the election, and we can't wait to talk about the results and implications of this election, but we are actually recording this episode before election day, so we don't know what the results of the election are. We want to be as fresh and relevant as we can, so talking about who we think will win or predicting anything would really be old news already as you're listening to this on Thursday. So we will address the election, another episode, I promise. For this episode, we wanted to focus on the pandemic, something that has been a conversation on campus that a lot of people have a opinion on or are talking about how it's affected them. Today, joining our podcast are two current Ohio State students, Nick Humphreys and Kyle Bucklew. Nick is a senior graduating at the end of the semester with a degree in biology. Kyle is a freshman studying journalism and lives in Moral Tower. I wanted to just start, you know, I know I just gave you a quick intro. Nick, maybe we'll start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, maybe hobbies, interests. So, yeah, like you said, my name is Nicholas. And uh, one of my big things that I've been enjoying and I've had more time to work with is uh, my love of music. Uh, I have a piano at home and obviously having a lot more time. Uh, practicing that, going outdoors. That's been a big love of mine. One of the few things that we're able to enjoy right now. So, you know, you have the time, you might as well use it now. So Yeah, that's great. Awesome. And Kyle? Yeah. So uh, I guess I haven't really been as productive <laughs> as Nick over the quarantine. Um, I do have a ukulele. I don't really know how to use it a whole lot, but it's certainly fun to fiddle around with that thing. Uh, I think I spent my quarantine and, and this time to, to kind of look inside myself a little bit. You know, I would usually kind of keep to myself a lot of my thoughts and feelings. I just kind of boxed them up, swept them under the rug, but then I kind of started processing those things inside of my head, you know, and I, I would get more comfortable talking to people about things like that. So that was a pretty good break for me over the quarantine to to get better at, at doing that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting you say that. You know, I think anytime we hear um, a student, you know, talk a little bit about looking introspectively, looking maybe more on the inside. My dog right now, it's no one can see this, but she's really trying to get in here. And our engineer mixer, Katie, is kind of shutting the door, trying to. And so Mia, Mia always kind of makes an extra special guest appearance on this podcast. If you're listening, you may hear her from time to time. So we're just going to shut that door. And anyway, Kyle, it's, it's great that you say that because, you know, our ears perk up a little bit being a Christian student organization on campus. And so how has this pandemic maybe caused you to think more about your faith or has it at all caused you to think more about your faith or spiritual things or anything like that? And college now as a freshman living in not quite quarantine, but socially distanced in a pandemic, um, how specifically has some of these things caused you to consider maybe more of the, the spiritual or faith side of things? Uh, it's definitely been nice to, to kind of think about what I believe in. Um, I had a lot of time to myself. I spent a lot of time in my dorm room because I don't, I can't really go anywhere. There's not a whole lot to do. It's just been good to, to kind of process what I'm thinking and, and maybe try and take a shot at understanding what I, I want to believe. 
So it's been nice to, to look out, especially here at Ohio State. There's a lot of organizations and, and ways to get involved, a lot of clubs to kind of help you, you think about things like this. So, um, you know, you just, you go on and you, and you look around campus and there's, there's places that will help you, you know, try and, and figure out some of these things. So that's been, been good for me to try and, you know, listen to them and, and consider what I already believe, which isn't a whole lot. I, I mm. wasn't super religious growing up. I mean, we went to church a few times, but not, not a significant amount. So, um, it's been really helpful to just kind of take all of that in and, and, and come up with my own understanding of what I want to believe. And Nick, how about you? Yeah, it's uh, definitely a big learning curve to start with because it's, it's great to be in person, to hear testimonies, to hear what God's been doing in people's lives for other people to build you up. Uh, obviously, we normally would have our campus outreach meetings in person, and then it's great. You know, you get to see new faces. You get to see people getting the gospel. So then likewise, right now you don't you don't have as much of that you don't have as much of the in person so you really get to appreciate the the limited interactions that we do have with people be it interactions with with two christians where you know you really love that you know building up of each other but then the other thing is sometimes you know when you're talking to non-christians that you're like man i didn't realize how much i took this for granted so you know just the the person to person interactions you know, I just look back a year ago and I'm like, man, so many things I would have done different. So, you know, you just learn to be more and more thankful and you just thank God every day for, you know, what you do have in terms of uh, who you can talk to. Nick, you were talking a little bit about how important it seems like, you know, community is. Kyle, you're living on campus. Um, Nick, you're a senior. You live off campus now. Kyle, for you, I mean, I, I know you maybe don't have a lot to base it off of this being your first semester, but how has it been with finding community on campus, you know, this semester? It's been an interesting challenge. Um, I mean, the involvement fair was was virtual this year, and that would be the, the first and best place that most people, most first-year students like myself would go to look for for uh, community. Um, so I've, I, I'm in a bunch of different group me's, but I haven't really done a whole lot to kind of connect with people. Um, I mean, fortunately for me, I'm in Moral Tower, which usually people don't like Moral Tower. It gets a lot of bad mm. breath. But this year, it's it's really great for the the reason that everybody on our floor is it's really tight knit. You know, we're all we all know each other. We can just walk into other people's rooms and say hi and just chat. Um, so I guess on my floor, that's where I've made the most of my friends. That's where I've made the most of my connections and found my my community. Uh, because in addition to living in Moral Tower, I'm also in the MMC Scholars Program. So everybody on my floor is in the, it stands for media, marketing, and communication. So we're all in that class together. We can all, you know, we have something to kind of, um, I guess, agree upon, mm. you know, talk about since we all have something that we can relate to. So that uh, also living so close, it helps strengthen our, the relationships that we have. And that's been really nice. But other than that, I haven't really found a whole lot just because organizations and clubs, they can't really do any in-person meetings. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you can join a group me, but <laughs> it's about the best that you got. Yeah, right. right. And, and maybe, Nick, you can answer this a, maybe a little bit better because you have, you know, a few years under your belt of college experience. Do you feel like it's been harder to learn or be engaged in the classroom via Zoom than in-person lectures? And maybe in what specific ways has it been different or more difficult? It really depends on the person. And for me, you know, as I've kind of already said, you know, I really like I really like being in person. 
you know, there's something, I guess, in the most basic sense, you know, I can't fall asleep when I'm at an actual lecture or else, you know, the teacher <laughs> might see me right there. So just the, the, the little dumb things like that uh, make the difference. So for me, it's been a real struggle to stay engaged in these lectures when it's like, you know, it's like watching a YouTube video or you can just say, oh, you know what, don't worry about it. I'm just going to, it's, it's recorded. I'm going to watch it later. So you can just find a lot of excuses and have a lot of or a lack of self-discipline when you're going through these Zoom lectures. So for me personally and how I learn where I, I prefer labs mm-hmm. and those are, you know, not the same thing that they used to be. Kyle, for you or maybe your friend group and having conversations, is it something that you feel like you guys are uh, adjusting or adapting or you're really getting more and more tired of kind of the online lecture forum? I will say um, I started off the year kind of indifferent to zoom and things like that um but as the farther along we've gone the more and more i've i've kind of started to resent it it's really a pain in my side and i thought when i would come up to ohio state that i would have classes in buildings i didn't really think that was too much to ask for but it is what it is i guess i know a lot of people their classes their lectures are are pre-recorded you know um like nick was saying so you just you press snooze on your 8 a.m because it's recorded and Mm. then you wake up later watch it whenever you want i've not really enjoyed zoom a lot of my classes they don't even have zoom meetings they're they're asynchronous so i just have to get on and and submit my my assignments discussion posts things like that by a certain deadline um and i don't engage with professors or students like that at all i just it's kind of annoying because I know a lot of my classes, I would really enjoy them. But because it's online or, or you know, recorded lectures or like I was saying, asynchronous, it's uh, really hard to get engaged and, and really enjoy mm. what the classes would be like. Right, right. How, how do you guys feel OSU's done trying to limit the spread, trying to keep students safe? I think that they've done as good of a job as they can. And you have to look at the entire, you know, I've really thought hard about this. Mm. As far as the students that we have here and keeping them safe, I think Ohio State has kept their word. They've done a good job with that. But you really have to ask yourself for the amount of money that somebody's going to pay to come here Mm. and to take these classes. And it's largely online. And then you have to just, you know, end up in a dorm while you're doing it. You really have to ask yourself, is it worth it? But for the most basic things, they have kept us safe. So I am pretty proud of what they've done and how we've pretty much limited uh, the big outbreaks on campus. Exactly. Um, I know, especially on our floor, we would track the numbers a lot and, um, and I would, I do a lot of work with the lantern. So they, you know, I get these emails and they tell me statistics and things like that all the time. Um, back towards the beginning of the school year, the, the positivity rate was upwards of 5%, I think. Mm. Um, but as of now, it's, I think it's way down to less than a percent, which is really interesting, especially because, um, when we take a look at Ohio, I, I'm pretty sure the numbers are, are way on the rise. You know, they're, they're kind of booming a little bit, but here on campus, I haven't really noticed any change mm-hmm. since I've heard about these, uh, the rest of the cases in the state going up through the roof. So clearly Ohio State's doing something right to keep everybody here on campus and, and keep the positive rate down. It's pretty restricting, obviously, but I, I'm pretty sure it has to be. So how, how many times living on campus have you been tested so far this semester? Let's see, was this week nine or 10? Week 10, I believe. Week 10, okay. yeah. 10 times then. 10 times. Just go in there every week. Every week. Yeah. Have you, and all negative? All negative, yeah. I've been pretty clean so far. My okay. roommate tested positive once and yeah, that was pretty scary. Um, yeah, what'd that look like? I was a pain in the butt. <laughs> I got a call. It was like Friday afternoon and they said, you're going to have to go into quarantine for two weeks. And I was like, 
I mean, you know, I kind of figured this was coming because he told us, hey, I'm positive, wear a mask. Um, and they told me, you know, you got to move out by tonight. Um, and they just said, go over to Lawrence Tower, which was up on, I think that's Lane Avenue. Um, just get over there by this evening. And I, I didn't really want to leave. So I just went out to dinner with some of my friends, um, got some pancakes from Sloopy's, come home. It's 8.30. haven't even started packing yet. Um, so I didn't even really get walking over there until it was late, late at night. Um, yeah, and I spent one night in the uh, the towers, and my parents were going to come get me in the morning because they wanted me to quarantine at home. And I, I'm so thankful that they decided to do that <laughs> because I did not not like spending my night in there. I heard now that they're sending people into like a Marriott hotel or something. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that too. One of my friends tested positive. He went over there and he said it was the time of his life. <laughs> I know it, it seems like once you cross lane, you know, and go to that repurposed apartment or dorm or wherever the, you know, the quarantine area is, it's just, you'll see the post-it notes on the windows and help <laughs> exactly. me and things like that. It's right. kind of, hope everyone's okay, but <laughs> somewhat, somewhat funny to drive by. Um, what would you guys say to you know, a lot of students are listening to this, you know, somewhere between, I don't know, let's say 50 and a million, somewhere in there. Um, what would you say to a fellow Buckeye, fellow Ohio State student to just keep them encouraged in this time? What I, I guess for you guys, what has been a man, let's keep going. You know, we have a month left now. You guys are making it work. You're still here. What would you say to someone to just keep keep their spirits high, I guess? I would say, you know, difficult times i think you can always go with the good winston churchill quote mm -hmm. and one of my favorites was when you're going through hell keep going and you know it make no mistake this is a pretty difficult time probably the worst time that any of us have ever experienced because we all live pretty good lives you know now that we're in a really difficult time we don't have the amenities and things that we wish we had that you can't stop to dwell on all the things that are going wrong right now because that's just a place that you're going to stay there and you know and your self-pity there so you just have to look for the little things that you still have to be thankful for for me you know it's nice i still have a uh uh, a home that I can come that I can come back to that you know we've been able to stay healthy so far little mm -hmm. things like that and I know that might not be the same for other people I know that there's probably people out here listening to this who are in different situations but I guarantee you there are still little things that you can be thankful for right now well I will say that I'm definitely inspired um <laughs> definitely cannot top some that. senior to freshman <laughs> wisdom right there don't worry no. there's a lot of pitfalls in between <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess if somebody were really down in the dumps about this whole coronavirus thing, living on campus, they can't stand it. I would just tell them, keep your head up. You know, like Nick was saying, look for the little things. There's always some sort of light, even in any of the darkness that you encounter. Um, I've got a mask. A lot of people don't have masks. That's great. I've yeah. got clothes on my body. I've got some M&Ms in my room, and that really makes me happy whenever Amen. I'm feeling sad. So... Just make the best out of whatever situation you're in. I think that's really the big thing to just kind of keep looking for something better, even when it's really bad. There's always, it could always be worse. Um, that's what I usually like to tell myself. It could always be worse. I think we should kind of ride the coattails of what Nicholas was saying earlier. Just look for the little things there. When this started, you know, let's rewind the clock to, to March or around there. You know, I know we were actually on a spring break trip and this all started to come to a head and you know well spring break's an extra week longer and then well the semester's canceled and then well everything's shut down and then will they come back will they not you know back in march how long did you think that this 
was going to be a thing. I mean, did you at this point ever imagine that this would kind of be the fallout or were you thinking even then kind of preparing yourself? I mean, Kyle, you're a senior in high school. And so, you know, by then, you know, I'm going to OSU. I've been accepted. I've done the tour. I'm really excited. Mm -hmm. Getting ready to go. This will be this will be cleared up by August. Or were you able maybe over the summer to kind of get in that mental space of, man, I know this is going to be a different freshman year. And so I need to maybe curb my expectations of how awesome Ohio State is and the football games and all that and maybe think, man, I, I need to maybe lower the lower the expectations a bit. Um so what I what I tried to do is is once I got accepted, I just I pretty much just assumed that nothing would change in my house. So I, I didn't get excited about anything. I didn't I wasn't getting ready to move out. I wasn't thinking about classes, thinking about making friends, going to football games, because I just assumed, you know what, I'm going to be here in front of the computer doing classes online. My parents didn't think that. They thought I was going away for sure. So whenever they would ask me about a high state and be like, oh, are you excited? And I would say, yeah, no, I'm not. Mm. <laughs> and they, yeah. would, they would just get mad because <laughs> it's supposed to be something big, you know, going to college. But right. I just, I didn't get excited because I wasn't expecting to do any of that stuff. So I guess just being up here now, it's definitely not what I was expecting. Certainly better than what I was expecting in a sense, because although I'm sitting in front of an iPad, I have an iPad now. That's kind of cool. I have friends that I can sit with. That's kind of cool. And like I'm saying, back back to the M and M's. I didn't have M and M's back in my house. I can eat M and M's now. There you go. So, yeah. how for you? I mean, let's go back a little bit. You know, March. You find out. Did you think, man, we would? You know, seven months or whatever later, still really be in this? Or did you feel like you underestimated it, overestimated? What that kind of look like for you? I kind of did some mental gymnastics to figure out this probably isn't going away anytime soon. When lucrative businesses like the NBA start canceling games in a very panic fashion, that's kind of when I started putting the dots together. You know, this isn't going to be good. Mm -hmm. That This isn't going to go away anytime soon. So, you know, the next thing for me was just adjusting all of your expectations and just, you know, kind of what, what he said earlier about, uh, this kind of this kind of introspection that you take at take when all these things are taken away and when you kind of consider what your normal life what that was going to be isn't what you thought it was so for me you kind of just think about what was i putting my hope in for me it was like you know i was a part of the boxing club at ohio state i really enjoyed doing that and you know that's you know been kiboshed ohio state games obviously i just you know wanted to go to one more game for ohio state versus the team up north and you know Thank goodness it's still going to happen, just not with me in attendance. So, you know, you have to think, what am I putting my hope in? And, you know, it it really made me have to think a lot that I'm really thankful that my security is in something a little bit greater than me. And a little bit, Mm. that's a funny phrase. Uh, It's something something that's a lot greater than me that it's written, written a lot in the Psalms about how God's, you know, how God was always taking care of David, even though, you know, his son tried to kill him somewhere in there. He was constantly, he constantly had political adversaries uh, coming after him that, you know, that same God that protected him is still holding us, still holding this world. He hasn't forgotten us. So, you know, it was just really going back and forth and considering all these things uh, when it when it first went down, just to, you know, keep a level head through all of it. Mm. Mm. It's just amazing to think of, you know, again, just how little in control we are, you know, in a lot of things. And I think what I'm hearing from both of you guys is, you know, If you were to go back to this time last year, November 2nd, 2019, think about a year, 
all that has changed, all that has happened. And and it really is just something that was on nobody's radar. And it's just something that really has changed a lot, has changed a lot in your guys' life and the college campus and for students at OSU. Coming back to how we started, you know, causing that introspective look, Kyle, like you were saying, and just like, man, what what am I putting my hope in? Like, what am I putting my faith in? Because this is, if nothing else, maybe can show us so many things we often can easily take for granted. Things can, can just be, um, you know, just really changed without ever consulting us. You know, no one asks like, hey, is this okay if this happens? It just, that's kind of life. So I think we're kind of faced with that question of, man, what is my hope in? What is my faith in? And I think it's great that you guys are considering that. And I think it's even, you know, I would say a lot of students on campus, I hope, you know, even the point of this content, that's the point of this podcast, excuse me, is to maybe put words to how people are feeling. Um, Specifically, at OSU and to think that, uh, you know, man, I've been thinking that I didn't quite have the words to say it, but, or how to, how to say it or how to think about it, but I resonate with that. And so I think for both of you guys coming from different backgrounds, different areas, different right now, kind of areas of your spiritual life or your faith, however you want to frame that different age, year, just coming into college, just leaving college. It's been really, um, there's a lot of kind of that common denominator also that I see and that I hear in this. And so thank you, Kyle and Nick, for joining Campus Conversations. And thank you for listening to this episode of Campus Conversations. To stay connected, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Ohio State CO and subscribe to our Spotify and or Apple podcast, Campus Conversation. We'll be back in two weeks to talk more, to hear a little bit more about conversations that are happening on campus. So this is Dylan Wright. Thank you for joining. Have a great week and go Bucks.